Hello, welcome back to another episode of If You Give Two Girls a Book. I'm Sarah. And I'm Sam. So it's been a little while. We, t- we took a couple weeks. We had some things going a on. <laughs> it's been a lot of while. We had some things going on, but we're back and we have um, lots of things to talk about. Lots of random things to talk about today. And a new location. And a new location. We're, st- we're sitting across from each other instead of next from each other, and it feels weird having a conversation like this now. But um, we're a little less cramped than we were on my living room floor. Now we're on your and no more bedroom Zumba. floor. Yeah, no more Zumba. Which Zumba got canceled. You're upset about, but yes. I'm... But we're changing our Tuesday Zumba to Tuesday gym, and I think that'll be better for us anyways. It's more... I, I'm a gym girl. Yeah. I, I just like... I'm not. I'm a Zoom girl. I'm a, I'm a dancer-sized girl, <laughs> but um, that is not currently an option, so... See, I don't feel like I'm working is. out when I do that stuff, though. Like, I, I sweat. I do... I need to, like, feel like I'm going to I do out. if it's, like, a good class. The one that we've been doing was fun just to, like, get out and move and, like, listen to music and stuff, but it wasn't, like, a workout kind of Zumba class. It was more just like a there for fun. There older people in ours. Right. Though. It I was mean, very different than the ones we did in college. we had when we went to college. We would be. Yeah. But anyways, we've got a few things on our list to talk about today. Quite a few. Um, um, do you want to talk about your, you said something about letters? Yes. Okay. So last night we had a family party. It was my uncle's 60th birthday. And there were like all the cousins, well, almost all the cousins were there and relatives from Canada who I have never met before, which was super cool. I got to meet my grandma's cousin, um, which was awesome because I've never met like anybody from her side of the family. Um, but we were looking through like really like old photo albums from like the 60s and beyond and you know it was it was super cool like pictures of my grandparents from when they were like really young um but we found a letter a handwritten letter from my great grandfather to my grandmother the day my uncle was born and it was just such a cool like from when what time period it was it would have been 68 um or no no, because my dad was born 65, so it would have been 63. My uncle, I think my uncle was born in 63. Yeah. So anyways, but this letter was so cool because I I love reading. Like, I think I mentioned before, like, I read a letter once from, like, a friend of my mom's in, like, college or something that he wrote to her. And I just, I love handwritten letters. I think there's just something so... Like personal and timeless about them. And it was so cool to read something by somebody that I'm like related to, but have never met before and really have never heard a lot of stories about. Like I only, I've only ever heard anything. The only thing I ever knew about my great grandfather was that he was a pastor and his name was Gwen and that's it. But reading this letter was so cool because it like showed so much of his personality and like he was, he was joking. So he would have been my my papa's dad, so my grandma's father-in-law. And he was, like, joking in this letter about how, um, like, all of my 
my papa's flaws were forgiven the day he moved to Canada and brought home this like perfect daughter-in-law and like all this stuff. And then he was joking about how it was, it was, she chose an inconvenient time to give birth because he was, he had taken over like. Your family always has very interesting stories. It just, no, it just, this, it, it, it probably doesn't sound as like cool to anybody else, but to me, it was just, like, such a special... Didn't someone in your family go over the falls in a barrel? Didn't you say something about uh, No, my, my great-grandmother uh, committed suicide oh, in the okay. falls when okay, my poppy was, kidding, like, 11. That's on the other side. Um, but, no, we do, have, we do have some interesting stories on my side of the family. But this letter was just... It was so cool, and it just made me think... I think about this all the time, but it really made me think about that kind of, like, lost art of letter writing. And how you should picture um my streets no just like i feel like we there's so many great things about communicating over like phones it's and we send we send each other yeah like we send each other snapchats and like funny things and that's how we stay connected and communicate now but i think we lose when we when we do that and we've lost this like letter writing piece like we lose that bit of like history that you can hang on to like generations from now like our grandkids aren't going to be sitting around like oh look at this snapchat my mom sent someone you know way back when and so I like I I want to continue that like writing and so when we were doing it yesterday my sister and I because we're both going to be moving around the same time um if farther away than from each other than we've ever lived before we're like we're gonna write letters to each other and hold on to them because they're just I don't know there's just something so special about it and I think a lot of people in life I'm getting deep for a minute but like I feel like a lot of people in life have this like urge whether they're conscious of it or not to like leave their mark in history or to like be remembered and I think that's just a really cool way to do it is just have this like piece of you that you've like put down on paper and it will potentially last longer than you do and be passed on and I just I don't know I got like really I started crying while I was reading it because it was just like I think there's just something so special like we're we live in a world where everything is just so instant like we can instantly get a message or like nowadays you have like oh if you eat this you'll lose five pounds it's like everything is so instantly and I think there's just something more special and personal about waiting for something mm-hmm. to come and hearing from someone that way than like instantly messaging yes. them. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. I loved it. It, it like made me feel all sorts of ways. Um, but it's also cool to be able to see, even when we were looking at the old pictures, like it's cool to be able to see, you know, somebody who I knew as a child and I didn't know my papa. He passed away when I was like four. Um, My grandma passed away when I was in middle school, but she was in a nursing home for a long time Mm -hmm. and she had dementia. And before that she had all sorts of like mental health issues, like just lots of stuff. So I never really got to know who she was before all these things happened and she just wasn't the same person that she used to be. And so to be able to go back and like learn about her as this like, she played hockey for like a, can- a college in Canada. My dad's mom. Yeah, that makes sense. she had <laughs> that she makes had sense. a yeah. like a local like 
cooking show at one point. Like she was just like such a cool person and I never got to know those sides of her personally. And so to be able to go back and like learn about her that way was just, I don't know, it was really special. So let's bring back, bring back letter writing is what I'm trying to get at that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do like print, anymore. print out the pictures don't just store them on your phone. Like, print them out, put them in books, put them in boxes, write letters to people. I think those are, like, we're coming up on Christmas. I think those are some of the best gifts you could give people is just, like, a handwritten letter. And it doesn't have to be in cursive. Like, it doesn't have to be on special paper. Tear out a piece of notebook paper and write a letter to somebody that's, like, just, this is what you mean to me. This is what's going on in life right now. And I don't know. I wish we still taught that way of writing, though. Yeah. Like, how are kids going to learn how to sign their name? Like... <laughs> are you back on cursive? Yeah, I know, because I feel like that's such... Like, growing up, though, that was such a big... Mm-hmm. We would do our letters, and then after that, we would practice our cursive. And that was a huge part of my kindergarten and first grade routine. So we, we learned cursive. We learned cursive at my school. We learned it in third grade. Part of our math class, well, they actually. They had cursive handwriting books for yeah. starting kindergarten. Part of our math, like our math class in third grade was learning how to write in cursive. And then in fourth grade, we had to write. It like wasn't a choice. We had to write everything in cursive. And then... And I hated it. I was like, I don't like this at all. And so then in fifth grade, when it became a choice again, I stopped writing in cursive and just printed everything, um, hand printed. Um, but then later on when I started getting into like calligraphy and mm-hmm. like all the, the fonts, I had like a notebook of fonts that I used to like practice writing yeah. in different ways in college. Um, then I started doing cursive again and that's how I write now when I journal and do stuff. Yeah, and my Everyone on my dad's side of the family, their handwriting and their cursive, mm-hmm. can't read it at all. Mm-hmm. Like I have, when Oma passed and we were going through some of her stuff, she, like towards the end, she started forgetting a lot of things. And one of the things that I have on my fridge is just a list of dates that say, like, Samantha did this, Samantha said this, so that she can remember it and look back at it and say, okay, Mm -hmm. this is, I wrote this down because I was scared that I was going to forget it. I can't understand, I can't read half of it. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, looking at it, I'm like, is that an I? Is that an L? I'm like, I want to read this, but I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That was my little sentimental soapbox that I'm on, but now we can talk about books. (laughs) Yeah. Um, something I want to talk about that you won't understand because you're not really on social media as much is the new Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. It is... Which I have plans to see. I, I have basically already watched the movie because it's all over TikTok. Yeah. Like, it's... I... For some... I, like, I knew... I don't know. When you, when you hear of something, like getting a prequel or, like, getting a reboot, most people expect it not to be good or not to get, like, a ton of hype. I mean, she's, like, people are, like, I'm, people are dressing up as Katniss again. I'm here in Safe and Sound. Love it. Like, there's, I have never, I feel when I go on TikTok now that I'm in 2013. Like, this mm-hmm. is, I'm like, what is this? Everyone, every single TikTok or every other TikTok I see is, the new Hunger Games. Yeah. 
And I, because I've been on TikTok for so long, I know how it ends, and I've pretty much seen the movie because the amount of clips that people right. post. Um, I still hate the book. The movie does look really good. From what yeah. I've seen, it looks fantastic. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm going... Um, and I'm, on the 23rd, I'm going with a group of friends from high school who, like, we all saw the original movies together when they came out. Um, we would go to, like, the premieres and we made the t-shirts and, you know, we did the whole thing. So I'm excited to go see that with them. Um, I just, the casting but, was phenomenal. I know I don't particularly like Rachel. Yeah. Because of the whole Snow White thing. And I also just, Snow White's my least favorite princess, so. You already had a bias there. <laughs> I'm so but I, sorry. I think she did really good. In I this think it's book. important to mention though that you don't like just not like Snow White. Like you have a deep seated oh, hatred like, for Snow like White. Nails on a chalkboard when I hear her voice. Yeah. Or I hear, which is crazy because the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at Disney World, such a fun ride. <laughs> I love it until I see her ugly face at the end of the ride, and I'm like. Ugh. Why couldn't this have just been about the dwarves? How creepy is that, though? That it's yeah. a woman living with seven adult... But I can't think about it as seven adult men. They're okay, fictional but, No, but if you look at the true like Grimm creatures. story of it, but, you're telling me something... Like, yeah, but all of the Grimm... Happening. All of the Grimm, like, fairy tales were... They were cautionary tales. Like, they were... They weren't, like, fun, cute bedtime stories to lull your children to sleep. They were like, this is why you don't go into the woods on I your know, own. I know, like the one about Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. And the the shaving up. of her ankles. The, the, so yeah, they get, their, they get their toes and their heels chopped off, and oh. the stepsisters get their eyes no, pecked out. I'm excited out, to like, read the, the Darkness of Little Mermaid. Oh, stop. Ooh. The amount of times I rewatched the live-action Little Mermaid. I still haven't seen it. I love it so much. I still haven't seen like, it, but I also canceled my Disney Plus subscription, so oh, I'm going to have to binge off you. The only reason why I won't cancel is because of Bluey. <laughs> I love Bluey so much. I I then, understand that there are a lot of adults who are like really into this no, show, and it's like, a cult, a it's like a cult following. I just, you know what, though? It's one of those comfort shows that it talks. It's not like SpongeBob and SpongeBob. It was very much like they talked about things and they made like sexual in- innuendos. Oh, yeah. Like SpongeBob like this, was originally created for the Adult Swim Network. This like, show <laughs> is like they they ex- they take such difficult topics and they put it in such a heartfelt, understanding way for yeah. kids that it's hard not to like. It's like rereading like a series you read mm-hmm. when you were five. Like it's right. Yeah. It's like rereading because of Windexy. Right. Like it's just one of those things where you watch it and you're like, it's just a comfort thing. Mm-hmm. Like they have episodes of them explaining like why her aunt can't have kids and mm-hmm. it makes her sad and like mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. I get it. I feel like so if I much. had kids, like when I when I'm helping my sister like babysit oh. or something, and the kids have it on, like I'll I watch it, it and it's cute. I put and it I can on like at the end of the day for my kids. I can appreciate it. I they just love it. I don't know that I would without having kids like voluntarily just like sit down and, and turn it on and watch it. And then she was in the Thanksgiving it. Day Parade and she had her balloon playing keepsy upsy and I was so excited. And Cam <laughs> and I were texting like, "Did you see our girl?" Like I got so. And now there's a video game. There's a Bluey oh Nintendo gosh. Switch and I want it so bad. Um, 
this is so off topic. From it really games. is because we were talking about Hunger Games. But I love Bluey but, so much, though. Um, yeah. I was actually just gonna look up how much. What was it called? Songbird Ballad, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I want to see how much it's grossed since. All right, it's two hours and thirty-eight minutes. Wow, that's long. I mean, aren't the other ones? Although, now we're, like, hearing from, like, the past directors of the regular Hunger Games, and he just did an interview where he said he regrets putting... Oh, my God. Is it Mockingjay or Mockingbird? Mockingjay. Mockingjay? Yeah. A Mockingbird is, like, a real... It's a real bird. No, in real that's life. the name of the last book, though, right? But M- Mockingjay. Yeah, Mocking, is yeah. it... It's just Mockingjay, right? Mockingjay. Or... It, yeah. Why do I want to say To Kill a Mockingbird? But that's that's, a, that's the that's classic. That's To Kill a Mockingbird is the classic. I'm yeah. really having a stroke today. <laughs> um, he regrets making that movie. He regrets putting it into two parts. Really? He says that he, if he were to go back in time, that he would have just kept it in one whole movie. And that's one of the ones, I don't say this often, like Breaking Dawn. Mm-hmm. They could have kept that one whole movie. Mm-hmm. But there's some of them, like Harry Potter, makes sense to have two mm-hmm. parts. This last one of the Hunger Games, I feel like it made sense for them to have two parts. Yeah. Like, I think. I'd be interested in, in knowing what his, like. I think it would have been too much. His idea to have is for that. Yeah, because when, you're, when you split that last one, like, it allows you to bring out more from the book and that's what people really want when you turn a book into a movie they want to see what they read on screen they want to see how it plays out with characters like in real life and so I'd be interested in in knowing like his his reasoning behind that because I think it was a good choice to split it into two Mm mm-hmm it also builds more like anticipation for people. Yeah, I think it just makes sense, especially like towards part two with the whole, like there's no way you can put what happens to Peta and then the switch to them mm-hmm. like finding themselves again in one movie. Yeah, like it you would need be too that much. cut off to explain like right. the drastic difference between Peta mm-hmm. figuring out what was manipulated and what mm-hmm. was real. Yeah. You love me, real or not real? Ah, stop. Uh, I love Peter. Uh, I love him so much. I was definitely I a team Peter girl. Oh, so was I. I think, I think Gail would have changed her. I think he would. Yeah, no, I don't think he was. I didn't like him. Um, especially because of everything he did at the end, because he was pretty much involved in mm-hmm. Prim's death. Yeah. So. <laughs> Hate him. <laughs> Um, okay, so, but looking at it, so, out of all four Hunger Games, try to guess what the number one top grossing movie was. I'm gonna say Catching Fire. hmm Yeah. That was my favorite book. Yeah, so Catching Fire... Although I think they missed too many things from the book in that one, too. Like, all the moments with them on the beach. They cut too many of them from the movie. I love that book. I think that's my favorite book. It was... Mockingjay makes me really sad. Yeah. I think Catching Fire. Like, I just love... I love everything about that book. Yeah, so... Catching Fire was number one. I can't find... My latte's done. I'm really sad. 
Oh, sorry. Why can't... I don't know how to use Wikipedia, guys. This is probably not even a reliable source. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, Alright, so Catching Fire, which was 2013 mm-hmm. that came out. 865 million worldwide. The second one, second highest grossing is Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. That was seven, 755 million. The third one, Part 2, 658. And then it won't show me the rest. I don't know how to work this. <laughs> I feel old. Long story short, they've made a crap but, ton of money. <laughs> I mean, right now, and it, it's been, I think, not even three weeks since the mm-hmm. movie came out, and I think they're almost at $300 million Yeah. Just for Canada and U.S. Yeah. Well, I think the time, like, it's been so long since they've been released that they've been able to, like, build more of an audience. It's like, a, younger people are still reading them again. Yes. Yeah. So it's, like, the people who read the books closer to when they came out and saw the original movies in theaters, and then this, like, new generation it? of people who are reading the books, and, I don't know. Can you it's imagine fun. if they do another Twilight? They won't. I... Literally <laughs> nobody in that cast would be into it at all. I know. I... So badly, though, I want to... <laughs> Now looking back at it, I realize it's gross, but during that time, I so badly wanted, <laughs> oh, I'm like scared to say this, because the whole Renesmee Jacob thing, like yeah. looking back at it, it's really gross. It's, it's a little, it's a little it's weird. It's creepy, yeah. it's gross. Yeah. I was obsessed with it back then. Yeah, you I were. You wanted, want... you wanted a Jacob and Ren- Renesmee spinoff. And you know what though? I wanted... Taylor Lautner's Jacob, mm-hmm. and I wanted Nina Dobrev as Renesmee, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is great, this is, mm-hmm. like, perfect, like, I wanted, I would watch fan-made trailers of this, mm-hmm. like, I was like, alright, let's go, I'm excited to yeah. see, like, their, their story, Yeah. but now looking back at it, I'm like, I'm glad they didn't do that, because mm-hmm. that's a little creepy, and yeah. I don't know, I mean, she created the host, so she's got that mindset. <laughs> I can't um, even talk about the host, the host creeps me out too much. I just, that age gap thing, man. But how funny is it, though, that, and and I saw something, I don't know, a meme or TikTok or whatever it was the other day, and it was about how we have this thing where it's like, okay, these, like, real people, in in the host, he was, like, 40, she was, like, 16, and we're like, ew, gross. But then in Twilight, she was, like, 16, and he was, like, 100 and whatever, and we were like, love it, let's go. And it's just... I mean, that's what people are with Vaynerders. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean... We love an age gap when it's supernatural. When it's supernatural. But someone <laughs> yeah. else. Like, so one of the books that everyone... Have you heard, ever heard of the book Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez? No. It's, I should, but it's I on your shelf right now. I'm looking at it. No, it's not. I do it not is. have that book. No. Oh, that's a different one. That's part of my world. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that's Jodi Benson, the uh, oh, voice yes, of Ariel. Ariel. Okay. Um, no, this is... So I have her books, mm-hmm. not that one though. Mm-hmm. So like these are some of the books that she's writing. Yeah, I think I yours truly happy ever after playlist. I think I've listened to maybe an auto audiobook of these one of her. ones. I have because I like the tropes in them. Mm-hmm. The one that she has that's very popular that everyone is like loves. Mm-hmm. It's called Part of Your World, and it's an age gap mm-hmm. and I think it's like an over 10 year age gap mm-hmm. I don't do yeah. age gaps that really yeah it's a bone to pick I really don't like it yeah like it 
it immensely irks me. It makes me cringe. Like, especially this is maybe just a preference to me. I don't like when the girl is older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm that, not, that's not a trope that I. Yeah, no. I also seek just out. like pers- personally for me too, yeah. like in my personal life, I don't want a relationship where I'm older, especially because mm-hmm. you need the boy. I feel like terms of this way and how boys mature sorry if you're listening and you're a boy (laughs) but i feel like if you you need them to be older so that they can match your maturity at the age you're at now because if you do them younger then you're basically dating your 18 year old self you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like yeah you need them to be a little bit older so that you can match their maturity level Mm -hmm. because women age immature differently differently so Yeah, yeah, I feel like that makes yeah, it makes yeah, very that makes sense. So yeah, this whole shelf right here, I've only read one, <laughs> <laughs> one of those books. I haven't haven't read these. I've read this one. Haven't read this one. Haven't read any of these. Read that one. Haven't read any of these, but this one. Oh my gosh! Literally wow. half of the stuff. Well, all okay. Of this, so besides these. Haven't read. So then do we, now that, so. I don't so want to some, touch these books. For some though. context, we're looking at your shelf. You're in the process of moving. Um, You're, I mean, we. Well, yes, but you are currently in the process of moving oh, yeah, from yeah. one apartment to, to back home. home. Um, so looking at this bookshelf, and do you want to jump into our list of books that you want to try to read before we move you because know, you want to get rid of you, them. I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm gonna say that we I'm gonna, we're looking at our schedule right now. Okay. Okay. We're gonna move this to this. Sounds good. And then we're just gonna do this because I love the that someone's gonna be listening to this, and we're just gonna say we're gonna move this to this. To this. Yeah, <laughs> we're looking at our like, content what calendar. Are you, <laughs> that we you wrote this morning. <laughs> um, and this is why. <laughs> We should have a podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to create a new doc because I think, and I think this is valid, and mm-hmm. I think people would back me up. I I would prefer to bring every single book that I own with me. Mm-hmm. I, it's just something that I want yes. to do. I that concur. That being said, I don't, like, I, compared to people, like, compared to you, mm-hmm. I don't have as many. Yeah. Like, even with the ones that I do want to read, I, I have really a lot of books. don't have. Yeah. Like I know people that have a lot more, like some YouTubers that have like giant bins mm-hmm. that they have to like. Yeah. I'm glad that's not me. That's a lot of work. That stresses me out. I worry about stacking the books and them getting creased and damaged, mm-hmm. and it really freaks me out. Moving in general really freaks me out because I'm just scared of things breaking, especially my Legos. I can't even, like, thinking about how I'm going to move my Legos. My mom originally wanted me to take the Disney castle. The 10,000-piece castle that we do not have the box or the manual for anymore. She wanted me to take it apart and then re... No, 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 no. It's your castle now. <laughs> I ain't bringing that castle. Um, anyway, that's totally off topic, but... So I went through all of my books, and I took well over 50 of them. 
I want to say about 25% of them, I said, I know for a fact that I will not touch these. If I've read them before, I will not reread them. Or I have them just because I bought them because I was in that mindset to just buy books yeah, to make me feel better. But I'm not going to read them. Right. So I put them in the, all right, I'm just not going to... I'm just going to get rid of them. So about 25% are being donated, sold, given to the little libraries, little outdoor libraries that you see in oh, like neighborhoods. Those. Yeah. The, like take a book, leave a book. Yeah. Except I'm not leaving with a book. You yeah. Have my <laughs> you book because I cannot, unless they have like Sarah J. Mass or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, um, but my TBR pile that I have to read to get rid of before we leave in July is very big. Mm-hmm. Very big. Not to mention, I'm I'm a little bit stressed because... Do you know what Kindle Unlimited is? Yeah. I love Kindle Unlimited. I think it's super expensive. Mm-hmm. I just, on top of all the other subscription plans and, like, with all the other, like, Disney raising their prices, Netflix raising mm-hmm. their prices, it's just so hard to afford. The only thing that's constant in my life is Spotify. <laughs> Love you. Shout out to Spotify for being a real one <laughs> and just not upping those prices because I think everyone would be in turmoil, which... Yeah. Do you have the student plan on Spotify? You can get an audiobook I... Included with your premium plan. I got rid of my premium plan. Oh, because if you get premium, you get up to 15 hours a month of audiobooks. Yeah. Which I I think is so... I don't get it because I have the student plan. Yeah. I did, like, major budget cutting um, at the start of the school year. Music. Because I would I budget cut summer. everything else but my music. Yeah. Well, now that I'm going to the gym, I I feel like I definitely am going to need to get that one back because listening to ads while you're on the treadmill is, like, the worst. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I did some, like, major, major, like, canceled all of my subscriptions to everything. Like, I'm, the whole I'm thinking deal. about canceling. I think I don't watch anything anymore. Yeah. Like, I read and watch YouTube. Like, I don't mm-hmm. watch. I used to read. I used to watch a lot of. Like HBO Max, I don't watch, but I I don't. Yeah. I, it's mainly YouTube, and I usually use YouTube to put on like background music. Yeah. So like I don't think I need like I don't need Netflix. I mean we don't have Netflix. Mm-hmm. We use my friends. Um. My God, you're popular today. Apparently. Um. But I got Kindle Unlimited because they were having a deal where it was ninety nine cents for three months. Mm-hmm. So, I have a list of 20-something books that I want to read that are only on Kindle Unlimited because they're indie books and they're very expensive mm-hmm. to buy them and you can't find them anywhere else because mm-hmm. libraries, they're indie. Yeah. They only have, like, 2,000 ratings. Mm-hmm. So, I added all of them to my Kindle. I'm like, all right, I got till February 17th to read all these before I have to cancel this plan. So, now I have to read those on top of all the physical TBR that's on that bookshelf I'm very overwhelmed, and I, well, I, I want to, like, slow down on reading. I, I, yeah. I think I'm, like, spending too much time huddled at home reading mm-hmm. instead of actually living. Yeah. But now I have a lot to read, so <laughs> I don't think that's going to be possible until July. So, yeah, we might have to do two books. 
Well, we're already doing two books, but let's okay. So after, what we're, after we finish our Harry Potter what series, what we're doing I think now we have to do yeah, what we're doing now is going through and taking a look at our TBR, our book club plans for January through June, because um, we had it all planned out, and then now we only had it a couple of months though. Yeah, we only had through like what we were gonna read for the Harry Potter month, but. So what we want to do now is go through... Oh, am I typing? I'm not um, typing. We're going to go through and plan out our book clubs, but they're going to be books that you have physical copies of that you want to you read. You do too, though. I do have some of them. So if you don't like these books, yeah. then you, like, it's kill two birds with one... Most of the right. books that I have, you have too, yeah. that you haven't read. So if you don't like it either... I wouldn't say most. I have some of them. Mm-hmm. Most of the ones on that shelf I don't have. But anyways, we want to find books that we, we have on our shelves that we have not read yet that we're, we don't know if we want to keep I would so that keep, we can I would read feel them, bad if it was know just if we me. want to keep them, and then move on from there so that we're not bringing a million books with us when we move. But, so we're starting with January. We do have um, Order of the Phoenix to read in January. I what did you saw. find? I forgot. I, I'm reading another indie book. <laughs> Wait, what's your current read? I'm so... This is why I can't have a podcast. I'm all over the place. We're all over the place. I know. What's your current read right now? Right now, I am listening to Matched. Oh. It's like that like, YA like series that like, I never read it when I was younger. Where it looks and like I she's have... hatching out of an egg and it's like, yeah. green. So yeah. I'm, I'm listening to that now. And I'm also, this week, going to start reading The Big Short. For my book club, which is about the 2008 financial crisis, so it's a, it's a little bit of a different um, vibe, but um, yeah, so that's my current read. But let's think about January. Oh, do you have some? You have more to add? Okay. I am reading. It's on. This is one of the reasons why I wanted to get Kindle Unlimited because this book started picking up heat on TikTok. It's an indie book. Mm-hmm. She self-published. It's called Fear the Flames, but oh my god, I, I feel so bad. <laughs> Let me look. <laughs> I so it just got picked up by a mm-hmm. big publisher, mm-hmm. so it's gonna get a. It's because it's an. It's gonna indie, get a makeover. It's a huge makeover, and mm-hmm. you can tell like it's great writing mm-hmm. so far for an indie book, but you can tell like there's gonna be a lot of changes when this company like takes it over because. You just, I've never realized how much, like, they play a huge Mm -hmm. role into, like, the editing of books. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm excited to see the final product of this book when Mm -hmm. it, like, actually, like, yeah, hits the market. I mean, it's already on the markets, but, yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, And I'm, like, really enjoying it this far for being, like, an indie book. But one one of the quotes that I highlighted and I screenshotted was I just related to it so she said it says she is strong she can be strong and have anxiety she's not made of stone and I love Love so I screenshotted and I was like I need this yeah so I'm really enjoying this book but anyway all right January do you want to read through oh yeah go ahead Let's, There's a lot. There are a lot. So these are all the books that you took off your shelf. I have some of them also. They're books that we haven't read but have physical copies of that we want to read. 
there's like a lot, a lot. <laughs> okay. We have, do you want me to say the ones? Cause I am taking some of these on vacation with me. Yeah. Don't need those ones then. Okay. I'm going to take the ones that I know I'm definitely taking. With yeah. So I have such a fun age by Kylie Reed. There's mm-hmm. that one. I don't know what it's about. Those are good to find. We are the Brennans by Tracy Lang. The Paris Apartment, Lucy Foley. The House Across the Lake, Riley Sager. The Family Upstairs, Lisa Jewell. Educated, Tara Westover. The Club by Ellery Lloyd. The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins. Talking to Strangers, What We Should Know About the People We Don't Know by Malcolm Gladwell. Aftercare Instructions by Bonnie Pipkin. The One and Only Ivan. I don't know who that's by. Sorry. Uh, the Goldfinch by Donna Tart, which I looked up the audiobook for that. It's 32 hours. Yeah, that's a she's a hefty one. I, which is one of the reasons why I want to get rid of her. Like, yeah. I don't think I even want to... Like, I get that she won a Pulitzer Prize. I, that's really long. That's going to lose my interest. I really want to just say... Yeah. Toss. Do you think you would ever read that? You would spend that long on a book. It has been recommended to me, and I would read it. I wouldn't be, like, a fast read. My 80s. But I would definitely have to be, like, in the right headspace for it. I think I'm just going to get rid of it, because I don't think I'm ever going to be in the right headspace. Yeah. Especially because the print on that (laughs) is really little. Really small. And it's already thick, so I think that's going to be an automatic. Um, Red Riding Hood. This one is based off the movie with, what's her face? The blonde that was in Mean Girls. Not Regina George. Oh, Amanda Seyfried? Yes. Oh, I love that Do you that remember one. that yes. movie? It's based off of the book, this book. Love it. And I was obsessed with that movie love in middle it. school. So I was very excited to, mm-hmm. it's a bad, like, the yeah. reason I'm getting rid of it is because the copy is gross. I only yeah. like to keep copies that don't have a ton of wear or tear. Anyway. A Man Called Ove. I'm going to not even bother saying authors. Yeah, no. It's too it's long. A, it's a long list. Safe Haven, Second First Impressions, which Destiny or Girl Destiny mm-hmm. that does the podcast, YouTube, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she DNF'd this book. She said it was really bad. So now I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I should read it. Um, Hunting Prince Dracula, The Circle, The Hating Game, Hidden. A study in Charlotte, the last Mrs. Parrish. We have the entire Fifth Wave series, a book called Enchanted August, The Light We Lost, All We Ever Wanted. Eleanor, oh, how do you say her name? Eleanor Ophelian. Elephant. Elephant is completely fine. The Last House Guest. Funny, you should ask. The Woman in the Window. The Bell Jar. Water for Elephants. Fahrenheit 451. All the Light We Cannot See. And A Wrinkle in Time. Now that you're reading through that list, there are some on there that I have read. So those ones we can take I know. off. Like, I know you've read um, Water for Water Elephants, for Safe Haven. Um, the woman in the window. Yeah, the woman in the window was really good. Um, I want to save... So my thing... Because you who picked 
you know what? Let's just let's we're just, just gonna start over because we we okay. picked all the other ones together. I think I don't know why I want to start off the new year like this. <laughs> Based on how this, I think this book is gonna go. I think we should do the Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell because that one talks about the psychology of like Hitler and stuff. I this is gonna sound very weird, but I'm in that mindset. <laughs> read a book like that no i i'm super into that i love reading nonfiction, and i think that's going to be a fun one and i think um i think kate would be interested in reading that and and talking about that one with us also um okay so january they talk about ted talking and everything too like just the psychology of i love psych I don't know. It just, from what I understand of it, it, it sounds really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I am, like, very intrigued by that stuff. Your computer still does the thing where it types an R twice. Twice. And an E. And it's <laughs> it's the keyboard, and I've gone to Apple about it, and... It was doing that when we were doing that at TPA in college. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And you know what Apple said? Well... We recalled it a while ago. You should have brought it in when we recalled it. And I'm like, nobody got back to me that you yeah. even recalled it. Like, yeah. I mean, I got it in like 2018, so it's been a hot minute. And I'm like, at this point, the warranty's not good anymore. I don't feel like buying a whole new laptop if it still yeah. connects to the internet. Just fine. Like, I love it. I love it. Okay, so talking to strangers in Order of the Phoenix in January. Right? Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. I'm a little, a little upset. Why because our original plan for January was going to be Ruthless Vows. Yes. But, but you haven't even read the first one. I haven't read so. the first one. And also, that might be a good one for us to read together. Mm. Mm. I think I'm going to end up reading it before. You're probably going to read it before. <laughs> Once I get that That's copy it. in, I'm going to... I can't... That's one of my most anticipated yeah. books you, of this year. I can't hold back really in that, that one. one. Ooh, the sirens silence okay february am i just picking straight from mine so this is okay so i'm thinking about this is gonna i could have said safe haven because of where we will be in february i've read that one i know that's why oh yeah (laughs) you can read that one i'm surprised you haven't read that one yet because that's one of your favorite Favorite movies. movies i know I don't know. There's there's a lot on that list to pick uh-huh. from. Um, I have... Let's think about the ones that I also have a copy of. Because I have The Circle. Um, so we could do that one. This is not going to be interesting for people to listen to. But this is our process. <laughs> this is our book club process. Um, Part of me really wants to read, but you don't have this book, and I would feel bad. Listen, I've got the Libby app and the library, and I can. No, you know what? Let's let's do let's let's do the circle. Okay. I'm a little bit nervous about that one because I did not like the movie. I didn't like how the movie ended. I thought it was a really interesting concept, but I'm so I'm interested in reading I the book and seen figuring the movie. out like I don't know how anything about, about anything. Yeah. I know nothing about the movie. I I know Emma Watson's in it. Yeah, and that's all I know. Yeah, 
So do not say anything. I won't. I'm going in blind. I will And that's how I like to go into my books. Yeah. All right. So February. Now we go into March. Okay. And by then we're done with Harry Potter because we do Half Blood Prince. Oh no, we're not. We have Order of the Phoenix, then Half Blood Prince, then March will be Deathly Hallows. And that's a thick one. It is. So I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick a thin one. Sounds good. I'm gonna pick a kids book too. Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I feel like the idea of talking about time things in March just makes sense. Yeah. I don't know why. The Ides of March. I don't know. <laughs> it just it just makes sense. <laughs> it just makes sense. Okay. <laughs> All right. Three months down. April. We got two A's in that one, too. And here we start picking two from this list. Do we have any more nonfiction on there? I think these are all fiction. I That's mean, fine. there's some that are, like, fiction, but they're, they, like, could be nonfiction based on, like, the plot. Like, like they're, like, realistic fiction? Like, uh, part of me really wants to get up and get some of these. Go do it. Like, this one, we'll, all we'll the pause. way... <laughs> well, no, don't pause it. I'm not, I haven't paused it. Okay. Because I'll be super quick. Uh, um, and you can hear the aesthetic of me. Oh, no. Never mind. It's not moving. Have we not been recording this? <laughs> Where did it stop? Oh, no. I don't. Okay, I think it's been. I don't know. Oh my god, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Maybe we end. should we just end that? Episode? Maybe we just end that one. We can put a little caveat. Our recording stopped, but here we go. So let's plan this our bites and then get I'm back gonna on. stop giving you my laptop because this always happens when you're in control of this stuff. This has never happened before. What do you mean? This has never happened before. What if it just never stopped? What if it I mean that's seconds, right? I don't know. Is it still recording? Yeah. It just doesn't look like it is. Oh boy. <laughs> um, you oh know what? Boy. We could end this episode we'll, here. We're gonna cut and it off. we can continue. You know what? We'll just do this on our own. That sounds like for a, a plan. second. That and then like we'll we'll, right. we'll catch you guys next. <laughs> Until next time. This is what happens when we take a break. Oh, boy. All right. (laughs) Hope you guys had a great day. Goodbye.